Yes. 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 I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think. I think. I think very deeply. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. I think very deeply. Welcome to the Edgy Pierce Podcast, where we talk about the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and education issues, and issues that I want to talk about. Today, we have a special guest. We have Terrell Dozier, the uh, dean of students at the Riverhead Charter Middle School. Say what's up to the people, Dozier. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year's. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. So today, we are talking about... A Long Island zoology teacher. So this teacher, uh, he teaches at Longwood Central School District. Uh, Longwood is, uh, what, what would you describe Longwood in terms of their location? on the uh, In the Middle Island. So if you're in Middle Island or Corum, that's where you go to school at. So right in the middle of Suffolk County. Okay. And so how many, how many students? Uh, roughly about 2,700. 2,700. So we're nine going, through 12. 9 through 12. So we're rounding up to 3,000. Okay. Okay. did some research yesterday on the total budget of the district. Total budget of the district, $250 million mm. for this district, right? So it means that the funds that are allocated to the high school are roughly around 50. $50 million, okay. $50 million per year uh, goes into this high school, right? And so uh, a zoology teacher took kids to a field trip at the Bronx Zoo. Now, I'm all for schools taking kids on field trips because I feel like, you know, our kids need to be exposed to different things, and a lot of times they're not. You'd be amazed at the amount of students that you talk to and they have never been out of state. They've never been out of their neighborhoods and stuff. I know I felt victim of that right. growing up as well. So to have the opportunity to go and, you know, go to the city and visit, visit the Bronx Zoo, you know, I think that that's phenomenal that uh, Longwood Central is doing that. But here's what happened when they went to the Bronx Zoo. So uh, some students, African-American males, were uh, lined up in sequential order, calculated, and uh, they took a picture uh, in front of the gorilla exhibit, was it? Yes. It was the gorilla yes. exhibit. So yes. they took a picture in front of the gorilla exhibit, right? And so these are kids. So they're not necessarily thinking about, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm taking this picture and I don't know what's going to happen to this picture or whatever. You know, they just having fun. They, you know, they happy to be out and about, right? Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, that, that's 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 what I'm thinking right. about. If yeah. I'm, if I'm, time if out I'm of taking school. a picture. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, we I'm out not, of school. Yeah, I'm not thinking about, well, damn, what's going to happen with this picture or, 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 you know, whatever. I'm not thinking about that, right? I'm mm -hmm. thinking about, man, we out of school. Yeah. Um, Hopefully I can get a, go get some popcorn and, yeah. a, and some soda pop or something, right. you know. That's right. what I would be thinking about. Sure. Right? Um, so then a month later. Uh, teacher does a PowerPoint presentation in the classroom, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. A PowerPoint. First of all, what the hell are you doing PowerPoint presentations for in the classroom? Anyway, PowerPoints are outdated. 
you talk, I'm all right. So I'm I'm getting I'm vendoring off topic because I'm I'm gonna talk about this person's instruction and I've never witnessed them. Teach. But you right. can tell that this is a person that has it's a veteran teacher. Absolutely, right? twenty years of experience. 20, twenty years of experience, right? Yeah. And so if you teach it straight from a PowerPoint, you can tell that you know there's a level of comfort mm-hmm. that this person has or whatever, right? right? Okay. And so in this particular PowerPoint, one slide says monkey seat. And so he uses real monkeys in the in the slide that says monkey seat. Mm-hmm. Right? And then in the next slide, it says monkey do. Mm-hmm. And this is a picture of the four students. Correct. So what's your initial reaction with, 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 with like hearing the background of the story and like knowing like what the historical context that's involved with African American males and monkeys and gorillas and stuff? How do you feel? What's your initial thoughts? So my initial thought on it is the way that the picture was set up. Mm-hmm. You know, so we've seen plenty of images of slaves in sequential order. Yes. Shackled, walking. Yes. You know, just walking to wherever they And I didn't even go. think about that. So when I did look at the picture, like, I, you know, I had a basketball team and I took this picture of my basketball team in sequential order from... From shortest to tallest. Yeah, but this I've, wasn't shortest to right, tallest. Right, and I've done this before. Yeah. So now, you know, if you're at a zoo and, you know, you're with your classmates and stuff like that and you want to show the type of stuff that you do in your class, yeah. then I'm going to take a more authentic picture. I'm not going to pose them or whatever. I'm just going to show them in their natural form, just taking a picture. Yeah. You know, then you see people squatting, peace signs, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But this looked very, very premeditated. Yeah. When you say pre, when you I want to I want to dive into that. When you say premeditated, what what, what do you, what do you mean in this case? All right, so most of us, I'm not gonna say everybody, but most of us have been to a zoo before. Yeah, we know at the zoo that there's more than just one type of animal at the zoo. Yeah, there's lions there's and tigers plenty, and bears. And <laughs> the last time I went to the zoo, maybe the zoos have changed. I haven't yeah. been in a long time. But yeah. the last time I checked. There was more than one type of animal at the zoo. Yeah, okay. You got four black boys. Yeah. And you take this picture in front of a gorilla exhibit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Sequential order. Well, no, no. And when I say sequential, sequ- yeah, I'm yeah. just talking about yeah. one by one, yeah, not yeah. so much in okay. height. But okay, okay. Okay, we got the hand on yeah. each other's shoulder like yeah. we're marching. We know we, where are we going in this picture. Yeah. So it doesn't seem authentic Right away. Yeah. And then a month later, yeah. you caption it with that. Yeah. Now it looks very premeditated. I'm sure in the moment. Because you had, a mu- you, had a, you had a month to think about it. You had a month right. to plan. And, so like, and I'm not convinced that you didn't know what you were going to do with this slide at that moment. Okay. I'm not convinced of that. Okay. So, so this I, wasn't, you don't, you don't feel like in your, in, in, in your 10 plus years in education, right? You don't feel like this was just a mishap? I don't, and my problem is yeah. that the superintendent of the school called it a lapse of judgment. Yeah, a lapse of it's judgment. It's more yeah. than a lapse of judgment. It's more than culturally insensitive. Yeah. It's racist and premeditated. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I've coached kids from Longwood yeah. in the past. Yeah. I've talked to some since this thing has happened. Yeah. Y'all had this dude before? Yeah. So, from what I'm gathering, yeah. this has happened. You know, he does this presentation like every year. The presentation has been done. And I've been told that this thing is, you know, has been 
the same picture has been taken with white kids as well. Okay. So, okay, granted. Has so been we got to shoot him some bail then. So maybe, okay. maybe, but okay. at the end of the day, yeah. in this time that we live in right now, yeah. we got to change the presentation. So, so, so in, a, in, a, in a post-Trump as president society, we were, we were talking about this on, on, on my other podcast the other day, on the 8 Black Hands podcast. We were talking about just like how racism permeates post-Trump. And how you gotta like really watch your step when you when you're when you're talking about things that you know eight years ago would have been controversial, but still you could have had a conversation about it. We're in that we're in that place uh-huh. right now. We're in a bad place in our country right now yeah. with racial tension. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah. there's young black boys dying. There's black men dying. Like we gotta be more than just culturally sensitive to these subjects. We gotta be educated. Yeah. And for somebody who's been in a district where so many African-American children have come through and that you've been responsible for, yeah. you know better. So the example I use is if I take my kids from Riverhead Charter Middle School and let's go on a trip right now. And I set four kids up in front of a Ritz Cracker building. But you wouldn't do that, though. Right. But what would what would the temperature be? And now I post a picture People are coming for me because well, are you white doing this? People, are you doing this every year? Because like apparently exactly. he's doing it every year, every every then, year, right? But then are you doing this every year? And then are you putting black people? Let's, we got to paint the context clear because if he if they're if you talk to folks that are saying that, all right, well, he he does this every year, and sometimes he uses white people and and then uh, white students, and then he puts them in sequential order. Like you're not gonna put a black student. In front of a Ritz cracker uh, thing, right? That's more so just like I, I I get the message that you're sending, but I don't want it to be like I don't want us to convolute it with regards to because because we got to shoot him some bail now because if he's doing it with both races of students, I think it can be perceived that he needs to be more culturally aware of what's going on. Right. So the point that I'm trying to make is I wouldn't do it in the first place. Yes. That's yes. the point I'm trying to okay. make. Whether gotcha. I do a presentation every year or not. Yeah. So now I think about it. I'm doing this presentation every year. Yep. So if the initial slide had actual monkeys in it, yeah. why can't the second slide have monkeys in it? Yeah. Why do the second slide need to have kids in it? Yeah. Period. White or black. But when you put a black kid up in there, you got to know that it's going to go to a place where it shouldn't. Okay. All right? So- We've been called, as African-Americans, we've been called monkeys. Yeah. We continue to be called monkeys. Yeah. So you can't ever so, so there was a, there was, do I, that. Because I, I remember recently, uh, well, not as recent, but I know Michelle Obama. Correct. Was called a gorilla. A gorilla. Right? Correct. Yeah. So we got One national attention for that. One of the most beautiful women. In the world. In the world. In the world. And yeah. smarter <laughs> than any 20-year vet at Longwood. Yes. Let me just say that. And yeah. she's a gorilla? Yeah. So no. now in this time, and yeah. so much attention was being paid to that, yeah. you thought this was a lapse yeah, in any, judgment? Anybody, anybody would have had to know Stop that that was. Stop playing, man. Yeah. Stop yeah. covering up. Yeah. Stop covering up, man. Definitely. All right. So, so okay. So sp- speaking about the cover-up, right? So it looks like the administrators uh, got wind that one of the students was taping the presentation. Yes, and they didn't want that presentation to leave the, the the doors of Longwood High School, right? And so they threatened to suspend this kid uh, if 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 he didn't erase the video. Yes. But think about it. 
had he never erased the video, then we wouldn't be here now because he would have no proof, and it would be his word versus the teacher's Correct. word. Correct. And my question for the superintendent is this. Yeah. A fight goes on at your school. Yeah. And I videotaped that fight. Yeah. You're going to want what I have on my phone to solve the issue. Yeah. You wouldn't say get rid of the video content on your phone. No. For a fight at school. Of course not. So don't sit here and tell this kid who feels offended you're going to suspend them so that nothing happens to this 10-year teacher because we know 10-year yeah. teachers man, are on the witness protection means. program, <laughs> man. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's <laughs> just say what it is, man, when yeah. you get that tag, man. Yeah. When you, well, yo, three years, I mean, I said it. I, I wrote a blog last night. This, you know this thing is bothering me, man. But, um, yeah, you you after three years on Long Island, man, you're bulletproof. So you're definitely right with regards to that. Um, what are your thoughts in terms of how the uh, how the superintendent uh, handled the situation? <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't sound authentic to me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you put that little PR spin on it, right? So we're yeah. very proud of our diverse community here. Oh, yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. Sound sounds good, man. Yeah, sounds good, and we're doing you know. Training for the teach sensitivity training. What so does wait, that training so I, look yeah, yeah, like, man? Yeah. I always, I always ask that, man. Like every time you see like a a, a a racial hemorrhage in a community or whatever with white folks, they always talk about the next steps is a racial, uh, racial training, right? A racial justice training or some kind of social justice training in order for them to, I guess, be more uh, empathetic to the needs of people of color. Uh, you saw it with the Starbucks thing. Right. And I, I heard Starbucks, shout out to Starbucks. I heard they did a phenomenal training, which I would definitely like to see uh, so that we could find out exactly what's happening in these trainings. So we could maybe implement some of those things, uh, you know, where they need to be implemented. But here's the question of the day, though. Yeah. The question of the day. Who are you bringing in to do the sensitivity training? What? Are you bringing somebody white in to teach white people how to be sensitive to African-Americans? Well, that wouldn't make sense. Well, well, I got to ask that question. Who's yeah. doing the sensitivity training? Because yeah. you know, no matter how nice somebody yeah. that looks like me, yeah. African-American, when you say it, it sounds angry to people. Yeah. Well, so well, who are you bringing well, in? Because I'm well, the only one that can sit here and tell you what to do right? and how to open your eyes because I'm the one that's living it. Yeah. That white so, person you got coming in ain't living it. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. Um I, I mean, with fifty million dollars, they should bring in Cornell West. That's, it's the question of the day. Let's find out who you're bringing in for sensitivity training. I want to know who that is. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to figure it out. I got you ain't bringing people. me in. I got, <laughs> I got people over in the district, so I'll keep my ears to yeah. the ground on that. Call them. And so, yeah, so, so I mean, people, people are gonna ask me like, yo, why are you doing a podcast on this? First off, I'm doing a podcast on this because I care about these kids. They look like me. That's the first thing. The second thing is. Twenty percent of our students at the Riverhead Charter School come from Longwood Central, um, Longwood Central School District. Correct. And so, since a good, uh, well, I wouldn't say a good majority, but uh, some of our kids come from that area. That could have been one of our kids that graduated from the eighth grade that's now in the high school. Absolutely. So this is personal for me. Absolutely, and honestly, you know, it's an eye opener that you know we work we work here in the school. Like you know, what I mean, like we got to make sure that this can never happen. Right. Every so, had charter school. Definitely. So I mean, it's a teachable moment for us in the sense that, you know, what kind of preventative measures we can put in place in order to make sure that something like this never happens. 
Um, and, and as a district, I can understand, like, how many kids they have over there with having nearly 3,000 kids and having that amount of staff. I understand that, you know, you can't micromanage a teacher and you want to give a teacher a certain level of autonomy Mm -hmm. in order to be able to in order to be able to um, to teach their class, you know, and and do the things that they need to do. But in this case, you have colleagues that you can go to. You have a department chair person that you can go to. You have an assistant principal that's probably assigned to that that um, that content area that you can go to. And a principal that you can go to, you got a union that you can go to. You twenty plus years in, like you, there's a lot of different people that you can go to in order to not make this mistake. But my thing is this: yeah, as a mentor, yeah, as a mentor, yeah, I don't have to come to you, yeah, to sit here and say, Ray, yeah, I'm about to do this presentation. I got these white kids in front of this cracker thing. What you think? Okay, I'm I'm under the assumption that you hired me because I'm educated. So you got to pay attention. People watch the news. People read the papers. They understand it. I don't need to go to nobody's department head to know like, yo, this could go south really, really quick. Yeah. And you've been here for 20 years. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. I I get what you're saying, but we got to call a spade a spade, man. And we got to accept... We got to expect more from our educators, man. Whether you're tenured or not and you're comfortable, yeah. I'm okay with being comfortable because I'm comfortable. Yeah. However, you got to be sensitive to both. So I'm not ever going to go around and ever put any Hispanic or Caucasian kids in my school yeah. where they feel racially uncomfortable around me as a black man. It's just not going to happen, man. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, they, you know, they tune into this podcast, man, because they don't piss a lot of people off, especially on Long Island. So, um, and this is this is now nationwide. So this is definitely something that uh, something a force to be reckoned with. You know, when the media takes over a situation, man, it could get real ugly for nah, you. Nah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But let me let me let me also bring something up, man. It's this twelve million dollar lawsuit. Yes, I was just about to get to that. <laughs> okay, I was, yeah. Oh no, no, we wasn't. Okay, we wasn't going man, that way. We, listen, we was not man. going that way. But, twelve million dollars, man. But so 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 twelve million dollars in litigation. You know, they they have a lawyer who uh, who kind of specializes in that. He specializes in uh, firestorms, um, and yeah, the parents are suing for twelve million dollars. So. You know, I, I have, I have, I have my feelings about litigation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> haven't been sued, haven't been sued a couple of times, man. I just, you know, I, I feel like this is an over, overly uh, litigation. The litigation is, I, I think, it goes overboard sometimes. Absolutely. Twelve million dollars. You think this is a twelve million dollar case? No. So my thing is, the first thing I would want is, I would want this guy to lose his job. If I'm a parent, yeah, but now you see, you see, you see, you're always trying to go for people's jobs. Nah, man. well, because listen, you're always man, like, trying to go for you people's can't, jobs. You can't listen, man. I need some type of pain and suffering. Pain so and suffering. Well, how's that pain and well, suffering? Well, because my child wasn't, my child was embarrassed, and this is what you're telling me. Like, how many other? I'm guessing how many, how many other teaching your school feel this way, but they just didn't make the mistake that you did. Yeah, but 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 then we got to talk about like empathy. And and being empathetic to, to to everyone and everyone's needs because right like, was they empathetic but, to your child though no, that's they, the question they, I'm they, asking they, they weren't but just just because they weren't that doesn't mean that you you meet their you meet their energy with the same energy that they met you with sometimes you got to fight fire with fire sometimes yeah but I don't necessarily know that this is the situation given the fact that you know we don't know if this guy has a family 
we don't know, you know, we we don't know all the things that because there's a lot of things that come and stem from unemployment. And plus, with how powerful that union is, mm-hmm. making a rash judgment to to say, all right, we're gonna terminate this guy based off of uh, the little that we know or, or whatever. Then that's gonna put you. That's gonna have enough. That's gonna, so it's gonna be twenty four million because he gonna sue for twelve. <laughs> no, I understand. No, so my thing is like, no, I would want you to go through it, but he should have some type of consequence. And my thing is like, every time I turn around to be honest, man, I feel like black people always got to be the bigger person when they're the ones that are being done wrong. Yes. All right. So it when we do something, when we do something yeah. wrong, we don't have to be a bigger person. They put us behind bars. Yeah. You understand me? So that's what I'm saying. So. You can talk, say anything you want. Bill Cosby behind bars right now. By Bill Cosby should be behind bars. He should bars. be. So it's Joseph Harvey Weinstein. Well, he's going. He's in court right now. Well, he's in court, but he was he was able to walk around. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's all I'm saying. Like the crime is, I'm not saying that it ain't justified, but it's got to be across the board. Yeah. It's got to be across the board. And every time I turn around, we're we're made the example, and we got to be the bigger person. And we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, like ain't nobody sitting gonna sit there and say like, oh man, have empathy. For these black kids that did something to a white kid, I don't, I don't want to hear it, man. Or if these black kids did something to a white teacher, they would be looking at it differently. So yeah, my kid gonna really get suspended. Yeah, I, my kid gonna get suspended yeah. for the video that he's a part of where he was embarrassed. He gonna get suspended, yeah. but ain't, but ain't nothing gonna happen to this teacher. How come this kid ain't just? Oh, maybe he was being professionally insensitive. Nah, yeah. they ain't trying to cover up for the kid. Yeah. That's oh, no, where I'm at. Not. That's where I'm at. I'm right. just thinking if, if it was my child, yeah. how I would feel. But I definitely wouldn't be like, yo, we need $12 million. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so, and, well, me having a child that's like around that age, mm-hmm. you know, all right, switching caps, right? Okay. So, like, yeah. I, so I'm no longer the educator. So now I'm an educated father, okay. right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think I would approach this totally different in terms of like my energy, mm-hmm. right? And like what kind of energy I would be willing to exert towards this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, Twelve million dollars, bro. Like I just, I, I don't know. Like I, I know, I know that you know that that dollar amount is meant to mm-hmm. get people's attention mm-hmm. and bring people's attention towards what happened, regardless of the situation. But I don't know if that necessarily solves the problem because we know that that first of all, we know that that dollar amount is not going to happen, right? But but we need to be thinking about you know the mental anguish that has been caused to these students. And the things that we can put in place in order to ensure that, you know, the rest of their high school education, you know, is, is one that they, they deserve. And the amount right. of negative energy now, the not negative press that our school district is getting. You just bought negative yeah. press. Yeah. This ain't just in the local news. This yeah. is national. You, right. you now go on social media or the Internet and yeah. You you put it's, in it's long out words. there. You put us in a bad yeah. place right, right now. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the first thing that comes up. That's like, all I'm saying. Pictures man. of monkeys. That's crazy. So you know, that's all I'm saying. So, you know, it's your kid. Yeah. What if, makes if it right for you? Well, so uh, man, it's it's tough because like my kid I so so I, I raised my I raised my kid to come home and be able to So we first of all, my kid is a king, right? And he understands that he's a king sometimes. Right until he does some dumb shit, <laughs> but but but, but uh, other than that, you know, we 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 kind of instill in him, you know, to to be the bigger person or whatever. But you're absolutely right, man. Sometimes it gets tiring being the bigger person because you know th- there are people that are involved in these kind of situations all the time. It's like every day we're reading about some of this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Every day we're reading about if, if it's uh oh um. 
assistant principal allows students to reenact slaves doing the Civil War or something. It's always something crazy that's going on with black kids, and you'll never really see this with white folks. White folks aren't reenacting anything because they've never really been through anything. Correct. Right? Yes. And it's And it's like we always have to be sensitive to their needs or whatever, but who's being sensitive to our needs? That's my point. Yeah. That's so, my point, and this is so many situations when these cops get off man for you clearly yeah. are killing people who are yeah. helpless yeah they get off it's tough to sit here and sit back and continue yeah. to take the high yeah. road man yeah yo and so and so man that leads me into so many other things and we could take we can veer and go left and veer and go right because like as I'm thinking about that and as I'm thinking about the the insurmountable amounts of stress that uh, that are just that are just bestowed upon black lives, bro. I'm thinking about like hypertension. I'm thinking about, I'm just, I'm thinking about all these other things that these kids have to worry about, man. Like we gotta, man. Cause like, think about it, right? Like what kind of talks are you giving your kid in order to keep them safe? Yeah. It's, it's a real, it's a real thing, man. I just, you know, I had to, you know, I've always been taught when I grow up, everything goes in the glove compartment. All important car documents yeah. in the glove compartment of your car. Yeah. Mine is now in the visor. Why? Of my... Why do you put <laughs> things in the visor? Because I can't you... have them thinking that I'm reaching in my glove compartment for something. I can't take that chance. Yeah. So every day when I leave home, my job is to get back home to my wife and my son yeah. safely. Yeah. So when my son goes out... So you got to come in... You, so so you got two jobs. Absolutely. <laughs> so you so, got to come here. You got to be Dina's right. students all day. Yeah. <laughs> carry that burden. And then you also have a job to get home safe. To my, to my family. So... Yeah. My son, 24 years old, man, and, you know, he gets up and he goes to work, you know what I mean? And I have to now, we have to script this thing. Listen, take your registration and insurance out your glove compartment, put it in your sun visor. Yeah. If you get pulled over, yeah. put both hands on the steering wheel. Wow. And you announce everything that you're, every move that you're about to make, you announce I am a, it. Yo, so, 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 so it's funny that you should mention that, right? Because, because I got pulled over on the LIE one time, right? And like all of my, all of my movements, like my, my hands were on my dashboard, right? Like the officer had to come up and, and, and he said to me, and I think you might've had a situation that occurred with you as well. He was like, you don't have to do all that. And so my response was, yes. I do. I do have to do all that because the goal for me is to go home to my family the way I came, the way I left. Yeah, no, that's a real thing out there. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, just the fact that we have to have these conversations just shows how serious this thing is. So you can't sit here and tell me that everything that you see on TV, we all see the same things that you're not culturally insensitive yeah. by now. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about, man. So we got, as African-Americans, we got different issues, man. Yeah. We got different issues that ain't nobody <laughs> else going through. Man. We got issues. You know issues. what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you know, like, I don't know, man, if I'm, I'm just like, if this was my kid, yeah. I know I'd be up in there going to war right now and it's just not, you can't sit me down in the room and say, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You know, he just made a bad lapse. And I don't want to hear lapse in judgment. You're a yeah. grown man and living in the same but country it ha- that it I happens, do, man. Though it happens. People do, man. But, it, you know, when it's at the magnitude of where we're at right now, I just think something needs to be done and a message needs to be sent to 
the rest of the teachers in the school district, man. Yeah. And don't just try to cover me up, man, and butter me up. But like, no, we're going to have some sensitivity training. Let me run it as the angry parent. <laughs> You know let saying? me let me be a part of it. So <laughs> let me come in, pay that consultation for you. Got a fifty million dollar yeah, budget. Yeah. So so so, what are your, your your final thoughts on on this? And like you know, let's leave the people with with ways in which we could kind of uh, provide agency to parents. Like, what should parents be doing? I just think we should just be talking to our children more and educating our children on what's right and what's wrong, and you know, look for the you know, look for you know what things that people are saying and everything. You know, people might be able to say some some things that offensive things with a laugh and that kind of makes it better. You understand what I'm saying? And it mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. like you said it and yeah. we need, I don't think that's funny. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what it is. I, I think we need to just continue to talk to our children about everything because, you know, I would hope that it would get better, but it just don't look like it right now. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, my job is to get home. It's my family's job to get home safe. And I have to, empower my child with the tools to say when you leave here and you go to work and you want to go to the mall, whatever you want to do, this is what you have to do. If this happens, you know what I mean? If this happens, you need to feel comfortable doing what you need to do. You need to be deliberate in all your actions. When you're pulled over, you need to be deliberate in your actions with everything, you know, cause I, I just need you home. I can't, I can't be the one to get that phone call over a mistake. Right. Can't happen, man. I feel yeah. it. I feel it. So my final thoughts with regards to this is that, you know, I want these superintendents to be more kid friendly in terms of how they make decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. I want them to be more more student minded, student oriented when they make mm-hmm. these decisions or when they make these public comments. Right. Because at the end of the day, our job is to make sure that our students are being educated mm-hmm. and that we're keeping our students safe. Right. Our job is not to make sure that the adults that are teaching the kids are safe. That's the union's job. Right. And they do a damn good job at making sure that they take care of their people. Our people are the students and the families. Right. And you work with these folks. Right. And you want to make sure that they're operating in the best interest and you want to make sure that they are okay. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, number one and number two are the students and the families. Because if you don't have the students and you don't have the families, then you don't have a school. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make sure that these kids are safe. Hopefully, you know, we're stepping up to the plate and we're we're uh, taking that responsibility in order to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've been listening to the Edgy Pierce podcast with my guest, Dean of Students of the Middle School, Mr. Dozier. All right. We're going to take you out with some KRS-One. And... uh I hope you felt it.